Welcome to another episode of My Brand New Homes by Next Home Kel Mitchell. I am your host, Stephanie Mills, and joining me in the studio today is the president of Huntsville Venue Group, Ryan Murphy. Ryan, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Thanks, Stephanie. Of course. Well, Ryan, we want to talk to you specifically about the Huntsville Amphitheater, but before we get to this exciting development, we want to know more about you. So, Ryan, tell us a bit about your background. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, I come here from St. Augustine, Florida, where I was for the last 10 to 12 years. I was senior management for St. John's County, which means I was a director, director of cultural events. I ran a 5,000 seat amphitheater, the St. Augustine Amphitheater, a concert hall, an old converted church we turned into a concert hall in Ponte Vedra. It was beautiful. And then multiple uh, festivals and events throughout the year for St. John's County. And so I was there, I retired from there when this opportunity came up. I had worked in music I was a traveling musician. I worked at record labels. I've started venues and helped promote shows and run venues and festivals for ever since I was 14. Wow. So um, So I've been in this for a while. (laughs) Yeah. So um, and then I I think what makes it good for this project is because it's a city project. I had that 10 years of bureaucratic, Mm. small government, local government um, under my belt being a director in the county level. So to come over here with the music and the the politics and the government and understanding. Like I've already done that. That's yeah, no big deal. Yeah. <laughs> I can, can kind of navigate those channels, music and politics. So, okay. It, yeah. Go hand in hand? No. No. Uh, they never they never do. Um, I th- because, you know, music transcends. So sure. that's the thing. Ooh, that, I like um, that. It transcends. Yeah. And I think, you know, that's that's the whole thing. And the, But to that point, the politicians and the civic leaders, like this, the city administration here, they understand the vision of mm. and what it does, the economics, the cultural like impact it has, all the things that the city's doing here are the right things that mm. should be doing because everyone's going to benefit from this in sure. a certain way. Yeah, and Huntsville is becoming known as very progressive. Yep. Those who are here want the growth. Sure. So that's, that's awesome. So tell us about this venue group. Uh, it didn't originate in Huntsville, right? No, so venue group is... Um, the company I work for, and you know, I lead all the Huntsville projects. But Venue Group is the CEO is Ben Lovett. He's a founding member of the band Mumford and Sons. Oh, cool! And um, wait, yeah. is he coming here? Uh, he's here all the time. Yeah. Yes. And so we'll, we'll probably buy a house here. <laughs> That's we'll, we'll, exciting. Yeah. Okay. Um, wait, more and more. Tell us more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So um, Ben is uh, my friend. Ben, he is the CEO, and my friend Mike Luba who uh, ran Madison House Presents and uh, runs Forest Hill Stadium in Queens. The three of us kind of really came in and Don Sullivan as well and took this project and kind of ran with it. And Venue Group kind of blossomed around that. And Venue Group originally started with Ben in London. And he has several venues and uh, restaurants and bars. And And that's a great music scene, too. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. And obviously um, him being in Mumford and Sons and and growing up there, he has a a lot at stake in London. And so it's pretty incredible. But the whole philosophy is that they started in London and that's carried over here in the States is paying attention to what we call third space because you have first space, which is your home, Mm -hmm. you know, where you are. Second space is where you go to work. And then that third space is where you choose to spend your time. You're making, you know, a choice in this sure. third space. And for us to deliver the highest quality that we can of music, F&B, you know, food, beverage, 
experience in this third space, that's our number one mission. That's so, an awesome a mission. Yeah. I love that. And yeah. we appreciate it coming to this area. It's something we're anticipating. So with the amphitheater being a big deal for Huntsville, especially with all that background you just mentioned, sure. little Huntsville, we're like, oh, we're getting this really cool development. I don't think, obviously, we've seen anything like it. So what type of impact is this going to have for our community? And apparently it's raining today, so hopefully you can hear some of the rain. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> You know, a tremendous impact. I think so. Going back to where I was in St. John's County and being a director for the county, I was very much always having to report on and give the details of the economics behind it, the impact, how many heads and beds, you know, from each event we did, you know, any of the tax dollars collected, any of the indirect and direct revenues. So there's a whole economic piece that we've really pushed from the beginning. Because there's the whole warm and fuzzy aspect of, wow, there's going to be a world-class amphitheater here. All these artists who may have never come to Huntsville are going to start coming here. What a beautiful facility. We're going to have concerts year-round. That's one piece of it. It impacts the quality of life. All of a sudden, whether it be the FBI or Boeing or some of the larger companies here, they're using the amphitheater as a recruiting tool, saying, hey, young engineers and families look what's coming we have a vibrant music scene so there's that and then there's the economics of it we're very very dialed in to what one major concert at this amphitheater can do economically for the community you know whether that be the tax dollars yeah and truly and so um we study that economic impact pretty closely because it's our mission to not only bring great things to huntsville but also make sure we're, we're holding these taxpayer dollars that are building this facility in the regard that it should be like this should be an investment sure and you know we see it as an investment for the city of huntsville and we're going to make sure that investment gets paid back and and more so but why huntsville why did you guys land on this space down in alabama because we were just talking about this before we started when you think alabama there's a lot of stereotypes that come up sure so why this space huntsville um I mean, Huntsville kind of came to us in that way that I think it was Shane Shapiro who was here doing the sound diplomacy audit. He kind of, I guess he talked to Ben because they had worked together in London and said, there's this city <laughs> in the South, in Alabama, wait, in wait, North wait, Alabama, hear me out. Hear me out <laughs> that has like all the elements of doing what we all talk about and doing it right, which mm. is like, because... I'll back up for a second and say my experience in Florida and dealing with other municipalities and local governments. And there's a lot of money that gets put into these large facilities and these large arenas and whether they be sporting stadiums, uh, music venues, whatever, they really don't get thought about in the way that they should. And all of a sudden you've spent millions of dollars on something that just ends up being outdated two years later. Hmm. And, you know, whether it be, you know, um, any kind of ball field or any kind of music venue. So I'd see that. And it's because they'd get a lot of people that weren't really involved in the music industry to build these music venues. And they try to plug someone in at the tail end and they always gets a little upside down. So Hmm. Huntsville had the opportunity to just kind of write a check and get an amphitheater out there. And um, someone else could have been running it, but they thought that Huntsville deserves something unique and something better. So when people looked at the, the map of the U S and they go, we're going on tour like an artist is going on tour or you're going to follow your favorite band. Or you're going to go see them play. You're going to look at 
Red Rocks, the Greek in Berkeley, you know, uh, Meriwether Post Pavilion in Maryland. You're going to see the Huntsville Amphitheater. You're going to see, I think Huntsville wanted that to be like mm. known for something um, yeah. other than what they've, you know, been sure. known for. Our Rocket and City. Our Rocket City. Sure. So the music thing. So all that was kind of the perfect storm that they wanted to invest in music. They understood the impact that music has mm. on, on a community, economically, yeah. culturally, music. et cetera just like you used transcends yeah music transcends yeah. and i think it, i mean it's a great uniter and so to for the city to understand that and want to invest in that it matched our f- philosophies and our operating tenants and pr- principles to come in and go we want to do this for the community if mm-hmm. you're going to invest in this we want to invest as well and we want to be part of this so all of that kind of led us to and i i, I was telling you before the podcast that uh, before we started talking that you know, this opportunity came to me as well through my partners mm-hmm. and they told me everything about the opportunity, how amazing the city was like. You hesitant. Amazing. You didn't want well, to come here. They, well, they, I was all full in. He was I down said, in Florida and he goes, uh, Huntsville, Alabama. Yeah. Well, I, they, they told me everything <laughs> but the place. And I said, show me the contract. I'll sign right now. And then I went, wait, where is there it? There was somebody that stopped <laughs> they said, you. Huntsville, Alabama. And I said. <laughs> Yeah, I can't do it. (laughs) Can't do it. But then I came here and I fell in love and I've been here for over two years now. And I think to the city's credit, too, I got to move here and start laying the groundwork before we were even building the amphitheater. Mm. And that was a you know, I'm I'm pretty integrated into the local music community now. Um, A lot of what's happening, arts and culture, a lot of the local businesses. I'm really you know, I definitely want to be considered local. So you've been sucked in. Yeah. Now he's never leaving. Happily. Yeah. No, I'm never leaving. Ever. Huntsville, you you did it. You sucked mm-hmm. him in. Sure. Um, so a, a coliseum, right? Sure. That's that's the layout and what it's gonna be looking like. So that you take something that's so classic, and like you were saying, you don't want to uh, build something that's gonna eventually in two years be outdated and mm-hmm. nobody wants to go to. So sure. a coliseum, I mean, la- that's lasted a bazillion years. <laughs> sure. So yeah, a lot of in, uh, there's so much intent and thought put into the design, mm-hmm. and so. There's there's several things you hit on the first one, which is we want this to be it can stand the test of time. A hundred years from now, you know, we're not going to try and fool anyone into thinking there was a Greek like Coliseum somehow like buried underneath looking, the mall. Yeah. Chip that a little bit. Uh, you know, the, the Greeks were here thousands of years ago building this in North Alabama. <clears throat> but there are structures like in Forest Hills and in, um, in New York, I'm talking about in Queens. There's a structure that's very similar where they host the U.S. Open. But that's 100 years old, you know, and you don't think, but it still has this like, yeah. it can stand in place and time and, and you're not really trying to poke holes in it. So there's that piece. And then I think 100 years from now, we'll not be here, but, you know, any of our children and everyone will be like, oh, wow, that's still here. <laughs> I don't know, modern right. medicine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, so there's that piece. And then there's very much the experiential acoustic mm. and all the thought that went into it. So if you think about it. 2000 years ago, they were creating these structures, right? And um, they were smart. They were smart because they had no amplified sound. They were relying on geometry and acoustics to really, if you're going to speak to 15, 20,000 people out loud and have these performances before electronics. Yeah. Before anything, you you had to to design it in a way that was that leaned into that. So we're taking all the inspiration from that. And so you're really taking a large amount of people and just lifting them up and bringing them as close as possible hmm. to the stage. Acoustically, as I mentioned, that's 
optimal sure. because then all of a sudden you're not having to blast the PA over a field to try to reach the people all the way in the back near yeah. the beer tents or just looking at the jumbotron <laughs> anyways. You're really just bringing everybody up. Yeah, yeah, really. So and then all of a sudden for the artist, he's just staring at an ocean of mm, fans. That's really and cool. And the fans are staring right at the artist. And so you've brought them up and right here. So we take that footprint and we shrink it and we lift it up. So the design is very much intentional for the acoustics, the experience. Yeah, and the the design intent. I mean, we've been working on this since 2018 as far as the design. Okay. So, so yeah, a, a few years now. now. Yeah, a little bit now. Yeah. So you talk about a lot of the music scene. Is there any anticipation that the venue is going to be used for anything else? Oh yeah. Um, so I think that's such a huge part of how we operate. So, and that goes back to how I was doing things in St. Augustine, where it's um it's seen as a community venue. It's you could have a John Legend, or you could have a Bob Dylan, or a Panic at the Disco, Ooh, or we hope all of that come here. Sure, and yeah. so like so you could have any of those concerts happening on any given night. But the rest, of, let's say we do that twenty, thirty times a year. That's fine. What are you doing the rest of the year for the yeah, 300 some odd days? So again, going back to when I look at buildings that cities and counties have invested in and they sit there dark month after month if there's not a concert mm. or a Cirque du Soleil or something happening. It's like, what a shame. So in St. Augustine, we had farmer's markets, night markets, uh, film series, music camp for kids. Oh, we had cool. local music events. We had festivals. We had all kinds of so stuff. So really it stays lively all year long. We have we got to keep it open all year, yeah. year long. And... I mean, we've that's our promise to the city because they're investing in a park that it's going to be a little to the north of it that wraps around it. So from Top Golf down, if you're familiar with the yeah. mid city layout, mm-hmm. so I'm from Top Golf all the way south to the amphitheater. It's going to be one contiguous park. Oh, that's and so exciting. the amphitheater will be nestled, you know, in that park. Okay. But we uh, venue group are investing in a food village. We're calling it that. Um, it'll be called something else, but. <laughs> It's a, that sounds cool, though. a food village that will be right outside the amphitheater and it will serve the park year round. So okay. if you're at the park and you, you're kayaking or you're there with your kids or you're biking or whatever and you go, I want to have a nice bite to eat or I want to go to that wine bar or we have a little treehouse tiki bar, stuff like that. Yeah. We're designing. If you want to go there on any given day, you can. People can go from Research Park to get lunch. But that food village is also going to serve an elevated F&B experience for the concert. Goers. Well, sure. And food really unites people, too. Exactly. Yeah. So music and, and food is great. Music and food. And so and I, I feel like people fail a lot of times on one of those. You know, I think people um, if a restaurant feels they need live music to kind of pair, I think it's always just enough afterthought. Like someone's it's stuck sh- in the corner. Yeah. Someone's mm-hmm. stuck in a corner. and It's awkward because no one really wants to look over. Or it's too loud. Or for it's the too small loud. And then you're just not talking yeah. to the people you're eating dinner with. Or the other way around. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but so on the on the flip side, how many music venues have you gone to and said, wow, that's some of the best food I've ever had? So mm. you, you or you're juggling that. a hot dog as yeah. you're trying to. Yeah. Yeah. You're yeah. awkwardly eating nachos while watching John Mayer and like crying <laughs> and so yeah, and uh, <laughs> spilling it all over yourself. So yeah. I think we want we want the ability to say, hey, you can come have a nice meal. And you can have a great drink, a great cocktail, a great like all these things. It's going to feel localized. It's going to feel regional. It's going to feel like there's an identity behind it. You're cool. not just get, getting shoved a, a Pepsi or Bud Light canister and a you <laughs> hopefully know, hot there's dog. a cup holder for for that maybe. Yeah, yeah maybe. I'm, I'm saying all these like churches and venues and everything. My biggest gripe is you know that people are coming in with coffee. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> or coming yeah. in with something. Yeah, where's my where's, where's my couple? Where, exactly, exactly. Otherwise, you're putting it on the anyway. Uh, I'm going on a sidetrack. Yeah. All right. So, mm-hmm. last but not least, uh, let's talk about the um, 
the latest development. So we're here at coming up on the end of 2021. Uh, not quite, obviously, but uh, what what are we looking at right now? So yeah, we're. Um, I I haven't slept in a long time. <laughs> oh, um, that's why he needs the coffee. That's why I need the coffee. <laughs> no, uh, I have slept, but uh, we're eight months away from opening. So wow, May what? May of 2022. That's and insane. It is insane, and um, it's yeah, certifiably insane. And so. <laughs> If you go out to the site right now, you'll see it's taking shape in a really exciting way. Like I get goosebumps just talking about it. But mm. you stand there and you can see the seats, like all the where the benches and the seats and everything going up, mm. all the precast and the steel and the you feel it when you go out there. And uh, so May 2022 is when we're going to open officially. Wow. And so um, Mad, do we know who the first Mad Dash. Um, I do. Yeah. We, we, no do, we don't, no. but I do. <laughs> no no clue? We no. need the inside scoop. No, I know. I, I would love Wait. to, but uh, contractually obligated. <laughs> oh, man. They, Legally, you can't say anything. <laughs> yeah, and, and you don't know if that's true or not, so I'll just have to say yeah, <laughs> I'm contractually obligated. Um, but yeah, that's but awesome. That's we, yeah, we have a ton of stuff that we're rolling out in May that we're really excited about. But again, um, a lot of those like community things we talked about, whether they be night markets or you know, working with different nonprofits, a film series, a lecture series, like some fun stuff, trying yeah. to get a lot of people to look at having their graduations and alumni events well, and stuff like that. that's a perfect time for that, yeah. Yeah, so that's happening. And then, you know, it's our commitment to the city that we are not just looking at this amphitheater, not in the Mid-City District. We and the park, we're looking citywide. We always have been since yes. we got here. So we have a development that we're working on in downtown that will be exciting. secret one. We talked Stop about it secret. a little bit yeah. in downtown Huntsville. I, I mean, cat's out of the bag for a lot of people, so they kind of know, but I'll... I'll, I'll save it for my marketing team to really help blow it up. We will have to bring you back when sure. there's more you can share too. And I, I and I definitely because I see the the economics and the cultural and all the impact that the amphitheater is going to have citywide, but definitely in that area, um, I definitely would like to talk about what our project downtown is going to do, and that helps us because we're anchoring more stuff downtown. We're going to you know be helping with events in the north side of Huntsville, on the south side, like wherever we want to go to them. And again, this goes back. I mean, I was a county director in Florida, so it's like the county was massive. St. John's County is massive, so I really was trying to do things in all corners of that county. So I see Huntsville the kind of same way, and I'm like, you want to do a festival? On the north side, let's do it. You want to do a festival downtown, let's do it. John Hunt Park, let's do it. So yeah. we're working with the city and local promoters and a lot of people. And our goal is to lift people up. You know, our goal is never to take the wind out of anyone's sails. Mm. And so if there's local promoters or, you know, we're even working so closely with the VBC in that way. Because, okay. you know, here we are building uh, a large venue yeah. in the same city as, you know, the VBC. Sure. Who, who and is, that's been the, the vital been the location yeah, for course. people to go. And it's yeah. still, and I will say VBC is crushing it currently. And with the Mars Music Hall and sure. the, the stuff they're doing, we're really close with that staff there and that's the awesome. leadership there. And it's, I well, mean, it, just it has shows to go the that testament way. of our community too, yeah, true, of how we true. we come together rather than. Uh, I mean, of course, there is going to be friendly competition, and you want that to strive yeah. and do better. But the the fact that Huntsville can come together and see each other as um, as brotherly love or, or yeah. sisterly love going yeah. forward, yeah. And I think um, 
in closing too, it's um, we've been putting out these little promo reels that I think are great. I don't know if you've seen them, but the first one kind of sums up who we are mm-hmm. and what we're doing with the city. The second yeah. one was a construction update. And we're going to continue to do those as little features. We love that. People that follow around. Yes. And, and they're good recruiting tools. Updated. And we share. Yeah, we share those. But um, in the first one, I, I think I say it and I stand by this. It's like I'm still struck on a daily basis that Huntsville is what a city could be doing should be doing and is doing Mm. you know a city like i mean we look at the south and so there's things that kind of break up of being a city in the south huntsville has the opportunity to do it and they're doing it yeah they're investing in the right things i think you know i you're always going to have the the naysayers you're always going to have the people kind of on their you know box yelling about the things that Mm -hmm. of course need to be fixed yeah yeah i mean and it's yeah uh, exactly so but at the same time i will say Huntsville's doing it right and that it's why Huntsville's on the trajectory it's on that's awesome you know, well, so, mm-hmm. we appreciate your investment we can tell and just feel how much you are invested in this community and we Absolutely. love that and appreciate it so thank you so much Ryan for coming on the show thank you for we are me. excited to have you back to talk about those hints of development in downtown Huntsville but thank you for all the information yeah. about the amphitheater cool. we're thank so excited you. awesome yay so if you love all this information that we have just spewed out to you all about the amphitheater and of course the development and new construction here in Huntsville of course follow our Facebook page mybrandnewhomes.com by Next Home Cal Mitchell and of course we have behind the scenes content and hopefully we can go behind the scenes and look at the amphitheater maybe maybe yeah absolutely yes okay looking forward to that um follow our behind the scenes behind the walls private facebook group for all that content um but for now thank you again for joining us on mybrandnewhomes.com by next home kel mitchell i'm stephanie mills till next time 